day 56. Day 56. Man, Judges 5 through 8. We're in the thick of Judges. And remember, like John said before, this is a nosedive, right? Like you're going to see the depths of human depravity. So I, I don't want you guys to be put off by scripture. And we don't even want to censor like scripture, right? Because it's, right, all, right. it's all meant to show us and, and teach us and instruct us, instruct us and uh, encourage us to be faithful uh, to, yeah. to God. And so yep. Judges 5 like literally comes off one of the most amazing victories in Judges where you have literally Jael, who is a Kenite. <laughs> a Kenite literally uh, drives a peg through the, through the temple of one of Israel's enemies, Sisera. And yeah, like that leads to the nation being saved, right? And literally like a Kenite, like she wasn't an Israelite, which is so yeah. crazy. Like God's just providence in leading this victory to be about and she actually when you go back and look it up like she was a descendant of moses's father uh father-in-law jethro jethro yeah yeah and so it's just like it's just crazy how it all connects and 116 judges 116 will even tell you that some of the kenites settled in judah with the people of god uh and so it's just crazy bro that um it's wild yeah you see god's providence and here deborah is just like praising the lord for it (laughs) Yeah, man, that's it's it's crazy just to, you know, to go back through this and just to see what God's going to do with foreigners, with unexpected, with the least likely candidate. Like God is going to show off his strength Mm -hmm. by using people that the rest of the world would completely count out. Right. And it's not God's way of sucker punching people. Mm -hmm. It's God's way of saying even if I bring uh, uh, minimal resources yeah. to the table, as long as I bring them, there's nobody that can stop me. Absolutely. And it's like, yeah, I love how uh, it's similar to Exodus 14 and 15. So remember we had the Exodus and then Moses and the people of God sing, right? After this great deliverance, it's similar here. It's a great deliverance and then Deborah sings. And I just love how she paints God as the one who provides ultimately the victory, right? But she doesn't discount to the human agent that God uses. Right, right, and you, right. And you see throughout the Bible, like there's all, God, all, he never just uh, uh, just randomly provides victory. He always uses people, right? Right. He uses yep. the human agent, but the victory is always ascribed to God himself, right? Absolutely. And we yep. see that ultimately in Jesus, right? Where Jesus is fully human, like literally yep. ate and slept. And slept. But he is fully God as well, and the victory is ascribed to, to God himself yep. for yep. our salvation. So at the end of five, what we see is, you know, deliverance. There's this praise, praise being the reflex of the soul of the person that experiences God. And then chapter six, Man. as soon as the people experience prosperity, it's going to go on and say these words, uh, the people once again did evil in the sight of the Lord. Now, don't gloss over that to to quit you know keith like as i read that i'm just reminded that um it's not just that they did evil but they did evil and they're going to go so far as to say in the sight of the lord and that means Mm. at least two things one uh in the sight of the lord god's always going to see it right there's nothing that you and i do that is hidden from the sight of god yeah but two uh god's perspective is the one that 
matters, evil in the sight of the Lord. So the rest of the people may think that it's fine, right? God's word is going to say there's a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it ends in death. God's assessment, God's judgment is the one that matters. And the people did evil. So what God does is he turns them over Mm -hmm. to their oppressors, right? God said, at the start, if y'all rebel against me, I'm going to be active in ensuring that you feel the weight of it. And Midian bullies these cats, dog. Bro. It's like they can't walk home. Yeah. They can't walk home with their lunch money without getting it stolen, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, so it's like after they feel the weight of this oppression, mm-hmm. then they cry out to God. And the thing that we love about God is the same God that sees the depths of their sins, hears the depths of their grief, right? Amen. Uh, we all know that God heals wounds, right? So we know that God heals hurt. But what this book is going to show us is that God even heals the self-inflicted wounds, Yeah. right? That mm. instead of saying, I told you so, yeah. God comes to heal and they cry out. And what, and, and what God does is God saves them through a human. Mm. But then what he does is he goes, fi- he goes and finds Gideon, right? Yeah. And, 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 and it'll say this, he's threshing wheat in a wine press. Um, <laughs> You do not thresh wheat in a wine press, bro. You're supposed to do it out in the open. So this is equivalent to Gideon eating his lunch in the bathroom stall with his legs tucked up on the seat because he knows, yo, if anybody sees me, they're going to come and take my lunch money. And God comes and God says, hey, Gideon, right? Mm. Mighty man of war, valiant warrior. Warrior, yeah. Yeah, God sees him and calls him, not based on his past or even his present, but the future that God's going to work mm-hmm. through him, man. And that's so yeah. encouraging, especially for us to be reminded God doesn't see us the way that we see us, right? Yeah. And he's, yeah. man, it's just funny, like how I just thought about, that's so good. Like I thought about that, but I also thought about when God calls us to something like it's it's human nature like to be fearful bro like, right it's it's we seen it with moses bro this is yeah. moses bro right we right. see it with gideon like they they're, yeah. they made the bible we didn't make the bible right, right right they actually made the scriptures and gideon is like man man if you really like why is all this happening to us like how do right. i like what why is all this happening to us and right. then he's like, who am I like who am I to deliver israel right i come from the smallest little tribe we ain't we ain't got a big corner of the block. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Manasseh, right, right, bro. Like, are you calling me a yeah. valiant warrior? Yep. And God gives him the same comfort that he gives. It's, it's the same prescription for all of us. He's like, yo, I'm with you. Yeah. And it's like- While he's man. saying, who am I? God's saying, no, 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 no. Do you know who I am? Again, same thing right? like Moses. Yeah, it's like, yep. bro, it ain't about you. It's about me. If right, I'm with right, you, right. you're fine. You're good to go. Right. We ain't got to worry about the bullies no more. I got right. them, right? Right. And so, uh, man, I just think that, um, and again, we don't want to moralize the text, but there are implications and principles that we can take where like the, the thing I, I saw was in the consistent pattern throughout scripture is that, man, God's power is not limited by human weakness, mm. right? Mm. In fact, Paul will co- go as far as saying the Corinth- to the Corinthians, the Lord's power is made perfect in, hum- in human weakness, right? Because it's it. then we acknowledge like, oh, 
I need to trust you. I need to give you, I need to put everything on you and just right. trust whatever you have. Yep. So God's going to have them deliver right at the end of this joint. He's going to take care of 120,000 people. Gideon starts off with 30,000, right? So they're already at a disadvantage and God's going to say, yo, know. Gideon, hey fam, <laughs> no, no, it's too many. It's too many. Too many. <laughs> it's yo, too many. That's too many. And so God's going to shrink it down because God's going to say this. No, listen, look, man, if it even looks like y'all had a standing chance on the way in, I'm telling you, people are going to think that they brought this by mm -hmm. their own hand and I'm not going to get the glory. So God's going to say, no, listen, just a little bit is more than enough for me. Bro. God's going to use it. After Gideon is assured that God is with him at the end of chapter six, he changes, right? Bro. So he's not driven by his fear. He's spicy. He be, yeah, he's just a different guy. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Long story short, God works this miraculous deliverance. Mm. And do you know what the people do at the end? Oh my gosh. They say, yo, Gideon, be our king, rule. Like, man, we can't believe that you saved us out of this. And it's God saying, that ain't how it works, yo. No, no. That's not how it works. And by the end of this story, what we get is God took him up to great heights and yet another nosedive. Mm. And they're going to do evil in the sight of the Lord as soon as the leader dies. And we've got to look through the rest of the book and see, all right, what, what's God going to do? But the pattern, the cycle is going to be the same. Yeah. The depths of our wickedness. Um, are only going to show the depths of God's love and care and concern. So today, right, I just want you to know this. Mm. If yesterday was a nosedive for you, oh, right, man. if you woke up this morning feeling awful because of ways that you failed yesterday, yeah. uh, the same God that sees your sin hears your cries for deliverance and salvation and grace. Amen. Yeah.